Can I get a drum roll, please? Because this is big. It's time for the Xfinity Best Deal of the Year on Internet and TV. We're talking huge savings. And ask about even more savings when you add Xfinity Mobile. Okay, that's it. Now you can hit the... There we go. That's simple, easy, awesome. The Xfinity Best Deal of the Year ends September 23rd. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. everybody oh friday finally we've been waiting for this as this weekend is a long weekend huh you're listening to the blitz morning show my name is toby brendel and how are you today me i'm pretty damn good one of the reasons is i actually have a different kind of setup going right now in my van and it is allowing me to use a usb mixer to record my show with an actual professional microphone. Who knew this setup was actually going to work? <laughs> oh, you should see it. It's absolutely awesome. If I had a ch- when I get a chance, I will take a picture and I will post it to Instagram. So if you want to see the picture of my setup, make sure you follow me on hell, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Blitz Morning. Very plain very simple I still can't believe this works don't have to use my USB it has cancelled quite a bit uh, background noise which I'm actually really happy with so before we go I am going to give you a little bit of heads up since this weekend is a long weekend and Monday's a holiday Monday is going to be nothing more than a replay of a previous question call So it's going to be a little bit of a repeat, but you'll get the point. So it's not going to be live. It's one of those times where I do actually take a little bit of a day off just to gain my composure. Wednesday, it will be a day where I will uh, bring back the show as well as God talk to Kim and see if he wants to do a question call on Wednesday or wait for another week. So Wednesday's still a little bit up in the air, but make sure you do follow me on Facebook and Twitter for interesting news like that and updates with the show on where we're going to go. All right, let's get into the show itself. I found a bunch of interesting topics that I want to talk about. And when I mean interesting, I mean literally interesting First up, there was a woman in the States that got into legal trouble in his being, or in, or she's being accused, sorry, I got tons of spelling mistakes in my notes, for killing a person months after she pushed, pushed a gentleman off a bus that they were riding on and later died to his injuries due to the fall. Alright, so let me rephrase that. Because, you know, I'm not perfect. 
I'll let you in a bit that. So the video that I seen, it was basically a little bit of an altercation between the two. Uh, an older gentleman, probably in his 70s, younger lady, early 20s, and they were kind of going back and forth. He gave her a little bit of a push. So when he was getting off the bus, she walks up behind him, two-hand push, right on the back. He falls forward, lands on the ground. He had a shopping, like one of those collapsible shopping carts with them, and he landed on that. Uh, reports are saying that when the police got up, they wanted to take him to the hospital, but he refused medical attention. Doing that, he went home. About a month later, he was having a little bit of complications, so he went to the hospital. Because of it, then eventually passed away due to the injuries he suffered during that little bit of a fall. So now she's getting charged with murder. Wow, could you imagine living her, I don't know, I don't want to say her life, but could you imagine her mindset in the heat of a moment, you're, she thinks I'm just going to push them, all said and done, if anything I'm going to get slapped with a little bit of a fine, maybe two days in jail, all right? A month later, she's sitting at her couch watching know, Game of Thrones and all of a sudden you hear this knock at the door and it's a police officer saying um, excuse me, you have been arrested for murder due to this incident about a month ago like that would have been a massive mind bleep I don't even want to think of what could happen right there that would have been just absolutely huge and mind blowing so let's switch it around. Let's give you a little bit more of a tech point of view with the next couple topics. First, Nintendo came out with the NES Classic. And now you have the Super Nintendo, you have the PlayStation. And here's an interesting thing. Sega is getting in on the system, like the mini systems. They are releasing a 40-game mini-system of the Sega Genesis as well as the Sega Master System. But with that catch is it's a combination of the uh, Master System as well as the Sega Genesis. I took a look at some of the games, and I do have to say Sega is doing an absolute awesome job for creating a list of games that is going to be absolutely enjoyable for people to join. Like, don't get me wrong, Nintendo actually did a pretty good one on the classic NES. The Super Nintendo Classic, you know, it was okay. It wasn't really anything to write home about. Then the PlayStation massively bombed with their rendition of the PlayStation Classic. Just for the simple fact, there's tons of games out there that were kind of limited and absolutely locked down incredible for the PlayStation platform. But for some odd reason, 
PlayStation absolutely blew it, and there was people canceling their pre-orders once the game list came out. There's so many people that were looking at it going, well, I've never heard of that game, never heard of that game, never heard of that game, what the hell's up with that one? Tell you the truth, I don't blame them. But taking a look at a bunch of the classic Sega Genesis and the Sega Master System, Sega's got this packed down. Like, for example, you think Sega, first thing you think of is Sonic. And they actually do have, like, Sonic 1 and 2. I think they have Sonic and Knuckles, then Sonic Pinball. Beautiful. Right there. You have the anchor for the system. Keep it and lock it. Then it's just little other things that they have within the game, like Golden Axe, um, Echo the Dolphin. The classics that you can actually think Sega and you can actually think of these anchor games that made the, these systems outstanding and unbelievable. I know with the Sega Master System, the NES kind of took over, but when it came out to the Genesis, the Genesis absolutely destroyed uh, Nintendo for many reasons. One of the reasons is because Mortal Kombat had blood. <laughs> oh my lord, you guys. So yeah, then for that one, apparently it's supposed to be September 19th. 2019 is the release date, but I want to think it was a different date. If I got it wrong, I apologize. Best thing to do is go Google it and check out all the games. If you have a game that you think that they should have had instead make sure you tweet me at the blitz morning and we'll discuss it because you know the 90s absolutely rock and i am doing a 90s list with another podcast where it's going to be the top 20 songs of the 1990 my list and his list so what i can write down and say this is my 90s list this is what would be on my cassette or mixed disc. These are the songs I would pick. And he would do the exact same. Because, you know, different people have different tastes, different memories, uh, different upbringings in different parts of the world. So I figured, why don't we do this? And it could be an absolute brilliant promo and cross-promotion for both of our shows. Kind of back up a bit, going from the music 90s back to video games. Because I need to do a little bit more research about this one. For the simple fact, it almost sounds like an April Fool's Day prank. In the video game market, you know that Google's trying to come out with uh, cloud gaming. Then Microsoft and Sony, their competitors, they have cloud storage. Uh, online gameplay you have another company oh didn't order that there another company that's coming out with the system that's supposed to have more frame rates per second to take on both Sony and Microsoft but in a weird article that I seen that I just didn't have enough time to go into and read but it might increase your curiosity 
because the headline state. Oops, shit. Ah. Okay, <laughs> sorry about that. The headline stated, apparently Sony and Microsoft are teaming up for cloud video gaming. You heard that right. The two competitors that are going head-to-head right now are apparently teaming up in the cloud? Well, one of the reasons why this um, battle between Microsoft and Sony is so strong is because it's two totally different platforms, two totally different systems, uh, different games, things like that. Like, that's what made Nintendo and Sega absolutely unbelievable back in the day is the competitiveness saying, we're going to get this game because it's going to be better. We're going to get this because it just works so much better with our system. We're going to get this because we can. Let's make these guys franchise. Let's get this one franchise. But this is going to be really interesting unless what they're more or less going to be doing is creating, say, the new Xbox and the PlayStation 5, having the two systems there, and then have a cross-platform gaming, like you have Apex Legends as well as Fortnite. So I wonder if that's what they're trying to do, is they're trying to get certain games only on the cloud where you as a person can go and compete against your friends who have the other system. I know they're for the, what was it? Uh, I had an Xbox. Dale, he had a PlayStation 2. So of course, it was one of those systems that uh, I couldn't bring my games over. He couldn't bring his games over. It just was absolutely effed. But then I got him in an Xbox 360 kind of grew from there and he's been a fan ever since but it was one of those parts where we couldn't play against each other two totally different systems and there was regret on actually both sides of the platform Dale saying that you should have got a PlayStation 2 it's like yeah I know but you should got an Xbox and he goes yeah I know all right so really pound for pound it's just one of those ideas that hopefully they release more plans and platform ideas. And I was even talking to Willie about it and mentioning to him about with Google, with the cloud platform that they want to create is, are they, how are they going to hook it up? Is it going to be a controller that's going to have like memory within it? Or is it going to be a thing like an Android box where you just have a little box where you click to it, your controller, it boots up, then it grabs all the information from the cloud and plays it. But if that's going to be the case, that little box has to be pretty powerful just to run all the information. So it's just simple things like that that I'm not sure and I don't really understand when it comes to cloud gaming. I know in about six months they're probably going to have a hell of a lot more information 
about it. But I guess in the meantime, we're just going to read things on Twitter about this and that and this and that. Let's talk about sports. Sports, 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 sports. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you're following the NHL playoffs, you'll there's been hell of a lot of criticism due to the refs with missed calls and things like that. One of the parts that people are really getting frustrated are the blown calls that the refs are missing or calls that shouldn't have been but happened. Like, for example, uh, San Jose, Las Vegas. Las Vegas had a five-minute major. San Jose scored four. Absolutely destroyed Las Vegas' chance of proceeding to the next round. Then you go on the other side of the spectrum. On the east, you had Boston with that little rat, all the cheap shots that they're doing, um, just absolutely unbelievable. Uh, Colorado, there was, I think it was Colorado, where they actually had a goal removed because somebody was offside at the other end of the ice. Where this is taking me is the other day, it was San Jose, St. Louis. There was a blatant hand pass which led to the game-winning goal. And of course, rules in the NHL saying that that was not reviewable. And people are saying, how can you have so many refs and linesmen on the ice and miss that particular shot or like pass? And I guess for like 20 minutes, they were looking at it, looking at it, looking at it like, oh my God, we did miss that. What do we do? So they're trying to figure out what the next steps are. But by rules of the NHL, they can't do anything about it. A goal's a goal. It went in. The game was over. So, of course, people are getting fed up. And on CJME, there was actually reports of people phoning in saying they checked out of the NHL playoffs and tuned into the NBA playoffs, especially with the Toronto Raptors being in the semi-finals or the Eastern Finals. Despite them losing Game 1, it's still one of those games that is going to be really interesting and actually pray that Toronto does make it to the final to probably play the Warriors and probably absolutely get dismantled four games to nothing. But hopefully that is not the case. That's one thing I forgot. God dang it. Oh, God dang it. Anyway. I know before I always had the little bit of a, how would you say, segment on questions. Some of the dumb things that I would ask or other people would ask. And you'd just be like, how and why did you come to that conclusion? Well, one of the questions kind of blew me away because I typed in Yahoo questions and one of the questions it, I, I, oh, I don't even know how to say it 
properly just because of the stupidity or the comic beautiful stupidity or the comic uh, genius behind it somebody actually said or asked this question if Batman's parents got killed then how was he born <laughs> oh you guys I really don't know I seriously don't know how people survive in the world I don't know if it's a bit or if they're serious that's how dumb that question is and the more I look at these questions the more I realize some people are geniuses or some people are idiots and sometimes my questions and things like that like my uh, dumbness that I portray is a bit sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't get to know me you'll oh hell if you've been with me for the last like hundred different uh, episodes that I've had for this show you'll know exactly where I'm coming from exactly what I'm like so there's no really issues or problems or anything like that like thanks for tuning holy crap <laughs> I forgot to do uh, a little bit of a promotion you earned a little bit of a plug but you are listening to the Blitz Morning Show my name is Toby Brendel thank you it's 20 minutes of hardcore talk <laughs> yeah, for some odd reason I seriously thought I had more topics but apparently not so like I said before video games it's a part of life especially with e-games nowadays and it's starting to get interesting so I decided to do my top five video games this was kind of the op off the top of my head I never sat down checked it out and said okay uh, this is the reason why this beats out this because of this like I never broke it down that deep but I did I will give you a little bit of a lowdown the reason why I chose these five games I'm not going to go in any particular order just because they're going to vary for particular reasons. Like, Tekken 3 was one of my most favorite games. It had one of the story... The reason why I like this one is because the storyline itself wasn't overblown. It wasn't creepy, weird, or anything like that. It's basically a bunch of people from across the world coming underneath one roof and fighting for the Iron Fist tournament. So, it's kind of like underground fighting. Uh, you have a cop, you have a guy who does judo, uh, taekwondo, the style that Bruce Lee fights, and everybody has a certain plot. Uh, King, he's a wrestler, he is kind of fighting for uh, his trainer so when you have things like this it's kind of refreshing knowing that you don't have superpowers like Mortal Kombat where you can get frozen or a spear goes through your chest brings you over fatalities so that's one of the reasons it seems fair you get more fists and kick than anything else but there is one character it's, 
He's a robot. He does have a sword. So it's it's a little bit far-fetched, but it's more closer to reality. And that's one of the things that I currently do like a little bit better than it, than all the other games. So with this one, I also played the very first time on PlayStation as a demo. Back in... What was it? I had the demon... Nineteen ninety seven? Yeah, possibly nineteen ninety seven. I played PlayStation One for the very first time and that's when I actually fell in love with the system. And also the graphics that Tekken had, it when they made it, they made it so great, so beautiful, that if they released it the way they planned it, designed it, it would have actually been on two discs. But they had to cut back uh, graphics, content, uh, things, just simple things like that. But with the actual file itself, it maxed that disc out absolutely hardcore. Beautiful game, great flow, super realistic. Storylines are very enjoyable. Gran Turismo PlayStation. Gran Turismo 1, I still say it's one of the best racing car games ever made <laughs> one of the reasons is the fact that you have to go for your license so the better you can drive the higher uh, license you can get the more races you can win unlock different cars and things like that uh, customization absolutely beautiful you can actually set the tire gauge, the height of the ride, the rebound. So the customization for your car's performance is just insane. And there's so many cars. And that was one of the things that they love to promote, saying we have over hundreds and hundreds of cars. Come check us out. With this, it opened a can of whoop-ass on future racing car games because people had to keep up with Gran Turismo but sadly reading all the reports online after like Gran Turismo 3 or 4 that series started falling downhill the series that's taking over is the Forza series for the Xbox but that's a totally different day for talking about uh, racing. But yeah, Gran Turismo. Uh, I got that for my graduation 98, and I played the living crap out of it. I do have a memory card with it, and right now I'm trying to find a disc to play so I can show my kids the game, as well as write down a bunch of records that I can post on the internet because some of the records that I have is just absolutely insane. Uh, the Chrysler concept car, it was one of the cars that, despite not being the fastest, like the Supra or the Skyline R33 or 34, it just handled absolutely insane. I had that car tuned so well, I could go around corners and two tires would pick up off the ground. I don't know if it was a little bit of a glitch, 
but it was a quarter mile in 10 seconds, but I could finish an hour, quotation, an hour race in like 40 minutes. Like it was just unbelievable. I was passing everybody by lap three. There's no way to describe how absolutely awesome this car was. Then when Gran Turismo 2 came out, the cars, everything like that just absolutely sucked and everything fell apart. That was one of the reasons why I hated GT2. Next up, very simple, still played it till before I got the Xbox One, but it was Tom Clancy Rainbow Six Las Vegas 2 for the Xbox 360. This game had a different standard of game uh, game playing styles. What do I mean? Well, it had the realistic. You had basically two ways of playing it depending on what group you're a part of. Like when you played Call of Duty, it was basically run in, bang, 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 shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. Halo, people jumping, shooting, jumping, shooting. Fortnite, exact same thing. But with this one, you could do run in, kill everybody, or you can have a little bit of strategy. Like Jimmy, you go over to door number two with John. Uh, Mark, you stay with me. Let's flashbang go in there with the smoke bomb from the other door let's go so it's just it was a little bit more realistic which i liked and people had a different mindset on the game as well i just absolutely loved the terrace time i don't know why it was one of those games that i just absolutely loved and when doug came over we played it for hours like, it's just unbelievable. The more I wish I played online, but I'm still not really big on the online gaming with strangers. I know I should actually uh, change her up, but like I said, it is what it is. All right. The next two games, there's more behind these next two games than just the game playing, the styles, or anything like that you have Midnight Club Dub Edition. This racing car game was absolutely beautiful not because it had the like Gran Turismo or whatever. That's not what it was. It was a comparison to Need for Speed Underground. But one of the things about Midnight Club that I absolutely loved, besides the amount of customization you can do, uh, the physical changes of the cars as you drive, like for example, I had an El Camino absolutely souped up, and when you basically launched, the frame twisted. So to get the frame properly level uh, so you don't get that twist you have to put wheelie bars on which gave you better traction better giddy up and go but that's not why I liked it uh, the part that I liked it was like I said the amount of cars the different styles and it wasn't just like imports you had muscle cars you had luxuries you had SUVs 
But when you race, that was the part that I liked. You started off and you could go any which possible way. If there was a back alley, you took that back alley and you got to the marker that was how many blocks away. So if there was three ways that you could get to the marker, you picked the shortest one to get there. If you could cut back alleys, you took back alleys. If you could take jumps, you took jumps. And that's what it was. You had a line through the city where you had to go. And at certain spots, there was the checkpoints. It was absolutely fun. And the customization was just freaking mind-blowing. Like, it was great. Then they came out with the Dub Edition Remix, which, you know, they added more cars. But I think with this new disc, it was just kind of a money grab. Because they knew that they were doing really well with their first game but the more chances and opportunity that a game could do they're going to do it like uh, one of the Tom Clancy Rainbow Six series games that I hated was right after uh, the Rainbow Six for what was it place for the original Xbox because to me it just seemed like they needed to release a game so they just slapped something together and the changes that they created were so huge that it didn't have the same appeal and the storyline kind of didn't line up the proper way so when it came with Midnight Dub Remix I found that the graphics were a little bit harsher um, they were trying to shove it all together I don't know. But with the dub edition, I liked it so much that I was renting it from Movies Gallery so many times that the lady actually drove half an hour away to buy it for me and I repaid her. That's how much I love this game. Yeah, you know, good memories to it like that. It kind of helped me in through bad times, but at the same time, there was bad memories as well. But, you know, it's just... It happens. Despite having good memories for certain things, there will always be bad memories for other things. Alright, let's go and finish this up. <coughs> okay. Take three and I still cough. God dang it. Alright. So, finally, I would like to go and say the most... Ah... Probably number one on my list for my top five video game, which I've talked about before many rate many reasons as well as the darkness to it. But the game is NHL 2K5, and it was for the Xbox. All right, so I've been a fan of the NHL series since NHL PA 92. I've actually owned, uh, what was it? NHL 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2003, 4, 5, 
God, little foggy 2012 or 13 and 2019. So I've owned a very good chunk. But one of the reasons why NHL 2K5 stood out was despite it being a very well lubed up machine that was smooth despite a few little glitches here and there Electronic Arts was one of those companies that didn't take its competition too seriously like NHL 2004 they came out with a dynasty league you could do this like hire coaches, fire coaches uh upgrade your facility <coughs> you do this you get cash you do that you get cash you spend it here and there to make your team better well one of the biggest complaints about 2004 <coughs> was it was too hard and people weren't enjoying it fair enough <coughs> NHL 05 I got it what's it was very excited, but it wasn't what I was expecting. <coughs> Excuse me. It was actually falling apart quite horribly. It didn't have the same gameplay. They tried doing different things. They tried getting that upper advantage. But of course, you had NHL 2K coming up in the rear view. And not a lot of people took it too, like, too seriously. Uh, before I went up to Melville, I did get an NHL game that was done by XSN Sports. And that was probably the best hockey game up to that, that spot. Like, the only issue that I had with it is when it came with the season, the season quit. So you could not go on. Like, the graphics were great. Uh, the gameplay was smooth. It had, like, pinpoint passing, which was absolutely needed. So if you were on a power play, you set everybody up, you use your right toggle and basically pass. You could get that passing so quick that you could let go of your controller and the puck would eventually get caught up. And if you're playing against somebody else, like an actual human, they would just sit there, look at it and go, what do I do? They weren't used to it. So it was actually pretty enjoyable. Then when I went to Melville, I was really uh, pissed off with XSN Sports. And the season just basically came to an end. You could not carry on. This is that, that, and this. So I bought NHL 05. I wasn't happy with it. I found it absolutely ridiculous. So I talked to my buddy Al, and Al goes, Trust me, go buy NHL 2K5. It's like 40 bucks. It's one of the best games ever. And I'm thinking to myself, Yeah, okay, Al. How can this game beat Electronic Arts, even though Electronic Arts isn't really that great right now he says no trust me you'll love it you got to get past a little bit of the graphics but the gameplay the idea uh, just little things like that 
it will make you actually enjoy the game a hell of a lot more. It's like, yeah, okay. So I went, uh, eventually got it, played it, started up a dynasty mode with my buddy Drader, and we ran into a few glitches. A few glitches here and there was computer trading. If it had one player traded to a certain team, it would glitch. And apparently that team always wanted that player because it was always locked. So we had to turn it off. Computer trading off. But Drader and I, we could do the trades ourselves. So, yeah, whatever. Started playing it and we realized this game was absolutely insane as well as very advanced for the time. Like 94. No, 2004, that's when it came out. Because, you know, it always comes out. The year of the game is always ahead of when it gets released. Alright? Or something like that. I don't know. But you had total stick control. You could move it, deke it, move it, pin people against the board. You, the guy who's being pinned can elbow the other guy. You can kick with the skate. You can lift, you can poke check, you can... Like, it was mind-blowing on what this game did. And as you were playing, what was really nice is if you're playing a four-man dynasty, right? Which, to me, it was absolutely fun. Even having Drader and I play a two-person dynasty. So, how it goes is if, say, Drader and I were playing, I'd play, he'd play, I'd play, I'd play, he played. And if we fall, fell on the exact same day, there's times listed. Like, for example, say that the Blizzard played at 5.30 and the Barons played at 7.30. I would have to go first, then Drader would go second. Even if it was a minute difference, the person who started earlier has to play first or that game would be simulated. Like, it just, it was absolutely awesome how 2K set that up. Then when it came to the All-Star game, that was another step that was so much fun because you participated. Hardest shot, uh, aiming, skating, fastest, like, trust me, I tell you, this game was just mind-blowing. Even today, thinking about it, my mind's still blown of what it was and what it should be today. Another part that I thought was really, 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 really interesting was the fact that at the end of the season, uh, players retired. <laughs> so we did a draft, got the players we wanted, then at the end, I lost like a good chunk of my team to due to retirement, but yeah, that's fine. It just it was an absolute awesome game, and of course, Electronic Arts more or less got the right for the hockey. So, 2K was basically screwed. But the biggest complaint about the 2K series is when it came up to 2K6. There was really no huge change, but 
But the one part that I was really disappointed is they had an arcade feel to it. I don't know if they beat their drums so bad that they seen a speck of blood on the ground so they started beating it with baseball bats. That's how badly they were so advanced that it's almost like they couldn't expand upon it because they were so ahead of the time. But instead, Electronic Arts almost like bought the rights to uh, hockey and well, here they are now. It's just, it's really weird and really sad at the same time because 2K had a great opportunity. They massively fell, which I, to this day, I wish they'd come back and create future hockey games once contracts and things are up. Only time will tell and we get to see in the future. Anyway, finally, we are done this show. I do appreciate you guys tuning in and staying with me. Hopefully you like the sound. Despite the little bit of the static on the first part, I will be changing that just a bit in the future. So just bear with me. Times change. Things happen. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any questions or comments or if you would like to get a question answered on Question Call, feel free to email us at theblitzmorningshow at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Blitz Morning. Alrighty, you guys. And you can find us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, except for Himalaya or something like that. Apparently, we're not on it. Oh, well. I got to figure that part out. Any boo. Thanks for tuning in to The Blitz Morning Show. My name is Toby Brendel, and I will see you next Wednesday because Monday's a holiday so we'll get a uh, best of episode talk to you later guys and have yourself a wonderful long weekend hey guys did you know anchor is the most easiest way to make a podcast it is true and it also gives you everything you need in one place for free which you can use either on your phone or your computer. Creation tools will allow you to record, edit, to ensure your podcast sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. You can even make money with no minimum listenership. You have tuned in to TBSM. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email the show at theblitzmorningshow at gmail.com. Also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Blitz Morning. Head over to our website at theblitzmorning.com. Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10e included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after 16-25 month credit. Apply within two bills are canceled early. Your main balance due. Unlimited basic after 6-30-20. Pay $32 per month per line with other pay. Data due prioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. Can I get a drum roll, please? Because this is big. It's time for the Xfinity Best Deal of the Year on Internet and TV. We're talking huge savings. And ask about even more savings when you add Xfinity Mobile. 
Okay, that's it. Now you can hit the... There we go. That's simple, easy, awesome. The Xfinity Best Deal of the Year and September 23rd. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas.